Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith that is ultimately about inspiring hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this at mygatewayfellowship.com. Listen, I want to talk to you about a simple, simple thing tonight. Uh, It's and, and with anything that's simple, there's a level of complexity that comes along with it, right? I want to talk to us tonight about making a choice, about making a decision, and what that actually means. I've been thinking about this, and I'll just share this with you. Last week after Gateway, we had a really good time, right? We went up to the, to the new chapel, and we had this, you know, big circle and kind of kumbaya moment, and it was awesome. And we, were, we said a prayer. We, we got up, and we sang some songs, and it, it was really great. And when I was walking out, I started um, talking to a friend of mine who had all these questions that uh, were kind of just racking his brain. I haven't talked to this guy in so long. And when we started to speak, he opened up his mouth and he, you know, still called me Pastor Pete. And he's like, Pastor Pete, blah, 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 blah. And just kind of unloaded. I got all these questions. I got all of these doubts. I don't know what's going on with my life. You guys have never been there before, right? So some of us actually know exactly what that feels like. And I thought, how ironic. Here we are walking out of this place. We're excited. We're pumped up. We're excited about the good news of Christ. I felt like we were kind of on cloud nine. We're like, we're going to have some actual comfortable chairs. We're going to be able to invite people to this place. It's going to be good. But don't be deceived because as soon as I walked out, I saw that there was still work that needed to be done. So don't get comfortable in those chairs when we go up. Maybe these things are good for us. You know what I mean? So you don't get too comfortable. I remember we took a trip to Turkey. Um, Danny and I, who is not there, <laughs> um, we took a trip to Turkey. It was for school, and um, it was the most, one of the most amazing trips of my life. And we went to, um, to Istanbul, and we went all over Turkey, and didn't know this at the time, but 80% of the scriptures actually take place in modern-day Turkey. So this was power-packed with information. And we went to this one, pl- this one church. Where were we, uh, Danny, where were we at, at New Year's in Turkey? What was it? Uh, that face says it all. He doesn't know what it is either. It was, uh, I can't remember what it was called. We were at this place, and uh, we had this awesome time, and we went into... Um, this valley, and it was literally this old, old valley that had ancient and ancient, ancient church that was there like right after Christ. We go into this church, and man, you walk into like, it's like a cave. And when you go in, no lie, it, it may have been a little bit bigger than this box. It was small. It was tiny, small. You were like this. We no, You couldn't all go in at the same time. You go in, you could see these old markings of like a cross, and it was just like, oh, you know, the pastor, and he was like, yes, this is awesome. Jesus is great. But it was so small, and I asked the guy, like, why is it so small? He said, because you're not supposed to stay in there. You're supposed to get out and share the good news. I said, whoa, that stuck with me this whole time. What kind of place is it if, we, if we're just comfortable? So I'm not saying we're, we're rejoicing in what we're going to have. But we got to remember that there's a world out there full with broken people with questions and doubts. And maybe even some of us are those people here tonight, and that's okay. Because what I want to talk to you tonight is a simple, simple concept. And I hope that it will be something refreshing for your soul and that might give you a little bit of freedom in your walk with God. Let's pray. God, we thank you. We love you. Man, the, the music, Lord, said it all. We, we want to 
just be surrounded by your beauty here right now. And you tell us in the word that where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So I pray for my brothers and sisters here tonight. We come from different backgrounds, cultures, older, younger, and, um, but we're all one in you, Jesus. So I pray, Father, that you would just bless us. May you open up our minds and our hearts to be drawn a bit closer to you, drawing us nearer to you, Lord. Put away in our hearts any ounce of pride, pain, or fear and anxieties that we may have. And instead, just for these moments, Lord, let us just be able to be fully accessible to your spirit. Because we know that in you there is life. So have your own way. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So yeah, there we were. I was talking to my buddy. And he had all these questions, all these questions. And you know what was so weird? He felt so guilty about having these questions, guilty about having doubts. He says, you know what? I don't even know what I believe anymore. Have you ever been there in your life? It's okay. It's okay. No one's going to judge you. If you've been there before, you don't know what's going on. I don't know what's around the corner. Maybe you did something that you know you shouldn't have done, and now you're just waiting for the consequences to unfold, and there you are. You're kind of stuck in the land of maybe, and I don't know what's going on. And I was thinking about that and kind of just letting it go over and over and over in my head, and I had, uh, I had to remind myself of the moments where I was in a place like that. And here I was. The best example that I could give was when my mother passed away. I just want to be transparent with you guys. My mother battled a brain tumor, for those of you who may not know. She battled with a brain tumor for six years. And we had high moments of like, this thing is going away and we're going to make it. And we had low moments. But there was always kind of this fight, you know. And when you're in the battle, you're going to just keep on praying and praying. I'm not going to give up. You know, I'm going to just keep on. I'm going to be accepting of God's will. But sometimes you have not because you ask not and you got to seek and you got to just trust the Lord. And I, I really believe in that. I believe that first and foremost, we have to submit ourselves to the will of God to know that he sees the big, big picture. But we got to we got to strive and we got to keep going. And I remember I was like that until the very, very end, and we were at the hospice, and I can talk about this now because God is healing me. You know what I mean? Every day is a process, but he's healing me. And there we were. We were at the hospice, and I must have walked around that place 600 times because, you know, when you're just nervous and scared, and I was at a place, I literally thought I was losing my mind, and I was walking around this campus and going around and going and going and going around, and I remember feeling so torn, like, what do I really believe? Like, finally, it hit me. This is it. This is real. This is how it ends, and this one day will be my end. Maybe not the same way, but eventually, I'm going to go. And here I am, you know, kind of that quarter-life crisis going around and thinking, and I, I, don't, I really kind of don't know what to do with it. And I was reminded about this. Years ago, I made a decision to follow Jesus. I made a choice. I made a choice. The best decision that I have ever made in my whole entire life. I made a decision, and that decision was that, Lord, I'm going to follow you. And when I said yes to God, I said no to a lot of things. I said, when I said yes to God, I said yes to faith and hope, and I was saying no to discouragement and to doubt. 
When I said yes to God, I said, you know, I believe this is not the end. And I said yes to life and no to sin and death. I said yes to God because I made a choice. And so many of us here, we've made that decision too. And there's some of us who may be wrestling with that. And that's okay. I want to read to you this scripture that you probably have heard before. If not, it's okay. But it's a powerful scripture. And I think it says a lot about our lives and what it can give us a lot of freedom. And it's this. Joshua is speaking, and this is from Joshua 24. And it says this, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day who you're going to serve. In other words, listen, he's talking to his people. This is a long time ago. Let's just bring it right up to 2012. He's saying this, look, some of us, for God, it might not be like what I want to do. I don't know that I necessarily want to follow God. Because it's, uh, it's a little bit more than just saying, you know, uh, I'll take all the good stuff. Because Jesus calls us to take that and go out and share the good news, just like the situation last week. Walk out and you got to be ready to give an answer and give some hope right away. You know, it's not about sitting down. It's about getting and going and sharing so much that so much of what we believe is, was bought by the blood of the martyrs. You know, this is real stuff. But he's saying here, look, you're going to serve something. You may serve in this, in, in this case, you know, maybe it was the gods of your ancestors beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in the land of, of which you're living. He's basically saying you're going to serve somebody, whether you like it or not. You might be serving yourself. You might be serving fear and anxiety. You might be serving some kind of thing. You might be in emotion. You're going to serve something. There's going to be something that's going to kind of grip you and have all of your attention. Everything, your whole focus and heart is going to be coming first to this one thing. You're going to have to make a choice because serving is part of what we are. It's part of our human DNA. And he says this, and if serving God seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself who's it going to be. But then he says, but as for me and my house, and a lot of times, you know, you can, you can hear that scripture and you can think maybe this guy is kind of high and mighty and saying, you know, me and my house, blah, 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 you know, but maybe not. Maybe he's saying, I'm just letting you know for me and for my home, for my house, for my family, we're going to serve God. We're going to serve the Lord. And in that decision, there's freedom. There's freedom. I'll never forget, and I've told you guys some of this story before. I was a young kid, was short, little Mexican, running around the streets in Langley Park, just acting a fool. I had two girlfriends. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe three. And got in an issue with these, with these guys and... Uh, ended up getting in this fight and it was bad and it was ugly and um you know a gun got involved and i ended up getting beat up and i told you guys this story beat up right in front of that jesus statue on piney branch and people just drove right past me you know i got beat up by the feet of jesus and um and i remember being really worried about it and talking to this priest who was where i went to school and i remember talking to him and i was you know, upset, and I had all these doubts, and he said this to me. He said, it's okay. God has big shoulders. He can handle your questions and your doubts. And I told my friend last week this. Listen, it's okay 
if you don't have it all together. I'm going to tell you a little secret. None of us do. Does anyone here have it all together? No. And if you did, you'd be lying. Because it's just simply not true. It's a struggle. Every day. But there's freedom in the choice and in the decision. And I want you to know this. Some of us may have walked through these doors here tonight with a heavy burden. A heavy burden. It could be financial. could be physical with your health. could be in a relationship. It could be in the fact that I just feel like my beliefs and my, just my whole foundational system is falling apart. It could be a lot of different things. But I want you to know this. What I love about God is that God is going to ride with you through all of that. He's not going to leave your side. He's not going to abandon you. And I remember walking around that hospice and having the most difficult time even comprehending why, why would you do this to me? And as I look back on it, you know what? I can almost feel that God was right by my side. He wasn't angry, wasn't disgusted. Like we shared a while ago in the Get Out the Boat series, you know, he said to Peter, why did you doubt? But not in this, you know, condemning way. Just, hey, what's up? Let's come back and let's get back on focus. Some of us today need to be reminded of a decision that you made a long time ago. But even more than that, you need to be reminded of the decision that God made for you. You see, Jesus knows everything about us. The good, the bad, and the ugly, and the extra ugly. And you have to know that despite all of that, he died for you and for me. So I want to reassure you that salvation is here, and it's for you. And God is on your side. He's for you. He's not against you. But I want you to not... If maybe, I'm not, I'm not saying everyone is like this, but if there's someone here who maybe is just kind of in this in-between stage, hear the words of Christ when Jesus said this, let your yes be yes and let your no be no. When you're living in the land of maybe, it is just, it can be the most uncomfortable place. It can be the most uncomfortable place. Some people have missed out on so much in their life because they simply just can't commit and say, yeah, I'm going to do this. And keep in mind that when you say yes, it doesn't mean that you're absolutely perfect. Paul says, I have to die daily. I have to die daily. I have to make a decision that, you know what, I'm going to keep God focused. But my yes is still strong in God. And that's yes to Jesus and no to this. We miss out on so much. Sometimes just because we forget of the decision that we made and the decision that God has made for you. So here's a simple, simple thought for the day and maybe an inspirational thought. (laughs) God chose you. He loves you. He knows the ugly. He knows the bad decisions that you've made. And he's calling you into fresh, new life. What I love about Paul, he keeps it so real. You know, God gives so much grace. Does that mean you should keep on sinning? Absolutely not. You got to keep on striving. You got to, every day, keep trying to get a little bit better, but you know that it's not by works. It's first just accepting that he died on the cross for you and me, and his grace is free. And it's for you. 
And I'm not talking about just this kind of, you know, hey, I'm going to decide to follow Jesus, which is the first big step. But for some of us who have made that decision, and I know a lot of us have, it's getting back to saying, you know, I want to live this abundant kind of life that Christ has called me to. And if we're honest with ourselves, we know we're missing out on that for, for various reasons. But it all kind of comes back to, is your yes, yes, or is, or is your no, no? Is your no, no? <laughs> Revelation says this, you know, I would rather you be yes, hot or cold. Don't be lukewarm. Don't be in the middle. I spit that out. I don't want that. Because it's good for you. Be, say yes or say no. But before you do anything, know this. Christ has said yes to you. And he loves you. Even if you say no. Even if you were to say no right now, he will love you and follow you. I just feel it in my heart. We just need to be reminded of that. We need to be reminded that Christ is for us and not against us. But we also need to be reminded that when we said yes to God, it comes with a lot of responsibility. And as we move back upstairs, guys, it's going to be about sharing this good news. But you can't give what you don't have, right? So would you bow your heads and pray with me? This has been a simple thought. There's nothing deep about this. But in ways, maybe the deepest thing ever, maybe there's someone here who needs to make a decision that says, you know what, God, I want you to be real in my life. I don't want it to be this fabricated kind of religion where I'm just going and kind of going through the motions, but I I really want you to be real. I want you to be in the midst of my decisions, of my life, of my fears, of my hopes, of my dreams, of my anxieties. I want you to be for real in my life. I don't want it to be a game. I don't want it to be something that just is superficial. I want it to be real. And some of you may have come through here and you know that like I need to be reminded of I said yes to God and I haven't really been acting that way lately. Maybe you've been doing things. Maybe you've been just living in fear. I don't know. But I feel at this time in our community, we're coming to a place of, of new and fresh And it would be the perfect time to just recommit if that's you. And every head is bowed, every eye is closed. No one's going to look at you. No one's going to say nothing. But if you know, I need to to just recommit my heart right now. I need to recommit my heart. I'm going to ask you to be bold and just to stand where you are. Just stand. Just be bold and stand. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.